0: Hello everyone. This episode is going to be a little different. I'm actually the one being interviewed by Shell and Brian from my Coachmasters group, which is a really fun organization to practice public speaking and leadership skills, and I think this will be an interesting episode, a little different than what we've done in the past, but I hope you guys enjoy. <laughs>
1: Thank you for checking out the Media Marketing Podcast, a place where you can learn all things media and
0: marketing related. Don't miss a beat in boosting your business and your brand. In each episode, you'll gain valuable insights, tools, and strategies to apply to your
1: marketing efforts. And now, your host, Brian Cargill. Hi, this is Shellen Brian with Coach Masters. And I have the pleasure of spending some time with Brian Cargill today of Tactus Media. And Brian is part of our Coach Masters group. And uh, really excited to get to know you a little better and for our community to learn more.
0: Yeah, Sean, it's a pleasure. I really appreciate you having me on to, uh, is this a show or is this just an interview series? How are we calling this?
1: Yes, interview series and really getting a a chance to share some of our members with folks that are visiting our social media areas and for our members to get to know each other a little better. We have a great time during our Coach Masters meetings, but we don't have as much time to get to know each other well. So this is a, a Fun opportunity to to learn more.
0: Yeah, and I, I think the key word there is fun. And uh, we had a an awesome meeting earlier today at noon every Monday. And we're, we've are we been doing the Zoom thing for the last couple months here and been able to transfer that fun that we have in person to the online space. It's been really great. So yeah, thanks for having me. And uh, excited to delve into whatever, ask me anything, Sheldon. Awesome.
1: <laughs> well, I have to say you have, Uh, risen up in everyone's interest in your expertise because of being on Zoom and everyone really having to get more comfortable with video and using it personally and professionally. And you have some great tips to share with us today. And I know it will help everyone quite a bit.
0: Definitely. Yeah, I actually have heard so much out there. People have been asking me, hey, what's, what camera should I use? What are some different tips for setting things up? And so before I went on my trip to Montana, I just recently came back from vacation. I put together a webinar diving into just general practices around the camera, presence on camera, what type of equipment you can use. So Anyone that's listening, feel free to visit my website, tactusmedia.com. And there'll be a tab for the media mentor hub. And then in that hub, I break down all the things that you need to know to really beef up or level up your uh, Zoom skills is one of the webinars I did. And then in there, you also find resources to different music that you can use, uh, different um, just general tips around how to be more proficient around the camera.
1: Perfect. And I know many of us, this is sort of new. And I I think one of the blessings of this time is that much of this is going to continue into the future, which will allow us to have more connectivity, more flexibility and opportunities outside of our local areas and a nice blend as we move into the future. And um, I, I was that video, I really encourage people to go check it out because I learned a lot and there are just some small adjustments that you can make that make a huge difference.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, I think you bring up some good points. Like one, the convenience of everything that's going on, being able to work from home. You know, I'm I'm doing this interview with my shoes off. That's always nice. You don't get to do too many meetings barefoot. Uh, and so I think those are just really nice. Um, I guess really quickly out of the gates, just giving people some value add. For this interview in particular, I'm not looking at you or myself. I'm actually looking into my camera lens. Now, if you don't have a camera that you have things set up connected to there, the little dot on your, cam- on your computer, looking into that little dot will help create that eye contact and allow you to connect with your audience that much more effectively. Cause you feel like you're actually looking directly at them. So that, that's one tip. Uh, the second one, how about uh, we'll go into lighting. So you mentioned before we even jumped into this meeting was uh, you shifted everything around because the lighting created a, an effect on your face where part of it was blown out and you you didn't want obviously we don't want to look like a ghost on uh camera so adjusting your camera or using what i like to do is set up in front of a window because and have the blinds going and the blinds will actually create kind of a filter and you'll have a nice even uh like display of light on your face so if you don't have a lighting kit a window is a really great option and uh, or if you do have uh, some little lights around your house, maybe you have a lamp. Uh, those can all be things that you can use to adjust and make yourself look really good on camera now, to take that up one more level with the lighting kit, if you can get the lights a couple feet above you pointing down, uh, that will create not the uh, that will create the the gosh tripping on my words five o'clock here that will create the desired look whereas a lot of people if they don't know that they'll have the the light below and it creates these shadows on your face that kind of look like you're telling a ghost story or something and I don't think a lot of us want to either look like a ghost or be look like we're telling a ghost story
1: exactly I, I appreciate the videos that happen where they're showing the setup And you really can create a great environment and experience without going crazy with expense or having just an incredible space overall, but you really can think about what's going to be easy and have it set up. And one of the things I really appreciated was the, the suggestion and you had mentioned this is make sure that the, um, your laptop or the camera is up at your, you know, just above your eye level. So I notice it so much more and I just used uh, photo boxes from that suggestion and just thought, what and you know, I went and looked at all these raising tables and all of that and thought, nope, these photo boxes work great. But I do notice that with when I'm doing zooms, you absolutely can tell the people that are looking down at their laptop and it just doesn't create the same effect.
0: Totally. Yeah. yeah. I think a, effect is a big part of it. And there's actually a, a psychology behind it too, where the camera is pointing at. Um, ideally, Mine's sitting a little bit higher than I'd like, but also based on your background, you kind of have to adjust accordingly. But uh, the the lower the camera angle is looking up at you, it actually kind of makes you look bigger, like kind of an authoritative figure. So if you're giving a presentation, you want to have the camera slightly pointing up at you, but not enough that you're looking up someone's nostrils. No one uh, (laughs) wants to be looking at that. And then if you have the camera too high looking down, it almost makes uh, that person look vulnerable or... uh, just not as authoritative looking so yeah having that nice eye level or at the chin level is is the is the key to really make um yourself i don't know look a little bit more professional and uh, yeah obviously yeah you don't want to look up people's noses
1: (laughs) (laughs) And i think that getting used to kind of seeing yourself on camera is a new experience for many of us
0: yeah it's different i mean Already, it's tough enough having, you know, if you're a presenter, if you're a public speaker, speaking in front of an audience of 200, you know, 300 people, that's kind of an overwhelming thing. Now you add an element of a camera. So now you're not even talking to a person, you're talking to an object. And that yeah. takes a little bit of repetition, a little bit of practice before you finally feel comfortable, you know, making eye contact with the lens.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, and I think that kind of gets back to Coach Masters and the to- Toastmasters program of having the opportunity to practice that in a, in, before it's really a, a key opportunity and to get some really constructive feedback, both you know, really helpful and, and reinforcing and positive and those things that are going to make you even more effective. So as you, you considered, obviously you have a lot of places you could spend your time and it's valuable. As you considered whether or not to join Coach, Coachmasters, what is it that really attracted you to this particular Toastmasters group and, and the Toastmasters um, opportunity in general? What are, what attracted you and what are you hoping to get out of the experience?
0: Well, I think the very first thing that attracted me is first, a name is Very important. So already in the name, you know what you're getting yourself into coach masters. (laughs) So now you're not only having people that are really proficient speakers, but now you're having coaches that are masters of their craft that are really good at what they do. Mm
1: -hmm. So I
0: wanted to align myself with uh, the people that are you know helping others that are providing guidance coaching mentorship to others as they're going through I find a lot of the work that I do with video production I'm coaching people on camera often I'm not working with actors and actresses and people that do this for a living I'm working with people that are very new to being in front of a camera it might be an overwhelming might be a scary opportunity and so I'm able to learn through this like coaching practice or being around other coaches what's a good approach for help, helping someone feel comfortable on camera what are the right things what's the uh, the right things to say you know positive reinforcement these are all some of the things that we learn in coach masters within that supportive environment so uh, there's that famous saying that iron sharpens iron so being surrounded (laughs) with other people that are very proficient in their craft and their skill it's nice to surround myself with people like that and everyone at the coach masters group is just so welcoming and friendly you know you can go up there and if you're maybe you have an off day or maybe you're still just working on things and you go up there and you might not, maybe you think in your own mind that you bombed or you didn't do very well, but you're going to find that people are supportive and they're going to give you some guidance and feedback on, Hey, you know, you can, you, you, they'll find the good things that you actually did do in your speech. And then they'll give you like kind of the feedback from how to get from point a, where you're at now to where you want to be.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Now you had a recent experience. I think this is a great way for you to just kind of share your business as well. Two of our Coach Master uh, fellow members are Marianne and Brian Rensberg, who have a coaching business, recently wrote a book and are launching it and created a new website, which is not unlike many entrepreneurs and people that are out there. And they worked with you on their video. Can you kind of break that down a little bit about how you worked with them and how you approached this project so that they got something that really they could put forward into the world and capture the essence of who they are and the message they want to portray?
0: Definitely, and yeah, first quick shout out to uh, Brian and Marianne Remsburg. Please check out their website adventurouslife.net, and you can make get a reservation of their book, which is uh, should be releasing this fall. And they've been working really hard on it. I think it's going to be I'm excited for when it comes out and yeah, it it was a great process working with them. They are, one, it made my life a little easier because they are public speakers and they are authors and they have all, uh, you know, tons of content, tons of great things to provide. And so what we did is we sat down and did a couple of interviews with uh, both of them one-on-one out, out in nature, because that's, you know, aligns with their brand. So we made sure that, you know, everything was in alignment with their overall brand and their vision. And uh, that video, you can go check it out on, I believe it's on their website. It was in their email newsletter. But that uh, does a good job of showcasing really who they are, what they do, why they do it differently. And I think it really did a good job of bringing across their passion for helping others and helping people grow. And um, yeah, I think... What's unique about my style is one, you know, I, we had to sit down we talked about kind of their brand, what their vision was for this project, but then I allow for kind of the authenticity, the organic, um, just who they are to shine through. So with our interview, it was open-ended. So we had a very, you know, many questions asked. And so you don't even get to see in the final video. I, you know, we take, I'm taking, I don't know, over an hour worth of footage and we're distilling that down to the best minute and a half. And um, yeah, that's part of that process is like allowing, you know, who they are to truly shine through the video. And so they did excellent interviews, they knocked it out of the park with their interviews. And then we did a series of B roll shots, you know, shots that showcase them in, uh, you know, what that actual process looks like of working with them. And so that's what I really enjoy. My background is uh, journalism from the University of Oregon. And then I worked in the financial industry for a handful of years doing marketing and video production. And I really found that authentic storytelling, you know, journalistic, where you're asking questions. I mean, it's not journalistic loosely. It's more of this, like, kind of the questions and really being interested and being able to, you know, pull the best responses out of uh, people that, you know, maybe they don't even think about it in that that light, but you're asking questions and continuing to ask follow-up questions. And, um, yeah, they're able to I don't know, bring the best story to light. And that's really what sticks in people's minds is a story that's memorable, that's authentic, that you can see the passion coming through. And then I do some of the, uh, I don't know, they're not magic, but they're kind of the fun things in the background where you add the right music and you add the right graphics and you do the right transitions and you do all those things to create kind of a, a look and a feel. And you want it to feel uh, you know smooth and that you're not even really watching a video, that you're just engrossed in in you know, the story and what's, what's going to happen next in the video.
1: Well, I think that's really the difference is between somebody that's taking a shot and being candid and and trying to create an image and working with someone who's truly a professional that knows what's going to not necessarily create something that Isn't the person right? Like it's creating the essence, but it's taking away the noise and making sure that the the sound, the look, the graphic, the length of time is just perfect, so that it's just that essence, and that anyone visiting a website or any medium is able to get a sense of who is this person. Am I attracted to them? And that. I think none of us really that don't do what you do know how much work goes into it and how involved it is to be able to create that final project. So thank oh, yeah. you for <laughs> kind of breaking down the process for us. I, I think that's terrific. So if anybody is um, listening, any of our members or any of the community that's visiting has interest in learning more about what you do or exploring a project what does that look like? How do they get in touch with you and and what sort of work do you do on a, with, you know, the typical person?
0: Yeah. Well, just taking a couple steps back, you know, for a second, just, you know, unpacking some of the other things that you said, you know, I, I hear a lot from people, they maybe watch a two minute video and I ask them, well, how long, how much time do you think that took? And they're like, I don't know, maybe like, You know, five hours. And I'm like, no, realistically, it's about 10 hours of work per minute. So that was about 20 hours of work to create that two minute video. And then um, the other aspect that you mentioned was, yeah, it's hard to do this all on your own. And so what I like to be able to provide for people is you get to be the talent, you get to be the expert, you get to just focus on speaking and delivering the lines as best you can when you try to do a lot of these things yourself do the video production and be the the talent on camera you're usually going to get like kind of a mediocre mix of both and so i like to you know allow people to focus on what they do best speaking and then i can focus on the cameras make sure the audio sounds good and kind of just do a lot of the extra heavy lifting that i think there's a big learning curve to trying to do it on your own now, uh, yeah. So those were kind of the first two things that came to mind, and then answering your third question, which is the uh, what does that process look like? Um, for me, it's an initial uh, conversation. So whether that's meeting in person, which is kind of out of the question now, uh, but you know, a Zoom call is always nice. That way, you get to really see the person. They get to see me, and um, that's a way get a way to get to understand what the person's goals are. You know. Uh, what their reservations are might, might be around video uh, if they already have a video in mind their idea and um, then I'm able to actually you know depends on what the needs are of the client but I can do an audit of where they are at now on social media I can take a look at their website and say oh, okay I think like a video could work here and um, you know the, it's not all the same for each person. You know, I don't make the same recommendation, but you know, for one group, it might make sense to have a testimonial video, or maybe you have a common question that people always ask when it comes to your company. Maybe they're like, well, what, what does your company name mean? And why did you come up with that name? Uh, You can, Actually, answer that question in a video, and then you don't have to explain that every single time when you talk to somebody. Because <laughs> we're living in this day and age now, where we have the educated buyer, where people are—they're not only going to just like learn about your company or like they'll take your business card and call you. They want to go to your website. They want to mm-hmm. check out your Instagram, your LinkedIn, your Facebook. If you're not on those, you're a little bit behind the curve. But just creating those uh, platforms and uh, video is just. It is kind of the the way of the future. I don't have the stats off on offhand here, but uh, a, a lot of the trends by you know 2025, it's something you know up upwards of like 80% of that's how people want to get their content. I know for me in particular, if you have an issue with your car, what, what, you know, are you, would you rather read text and see photos, or would you rather watch a video of someone fixing their car? You know, doing the same maintenance on their car that you're looking to have done. Uh, you know, it's just a short side story. My fiance she is uh <laughs> super determined she wound up learning i think the guy's name was bill she learned from bill how to fix our washing machine this last fall so you know, video is a great immersive way to uh keep people engaged and uh if you hire a professional like me, you're able to create that other emotional element, which really gets people attached to your uh, product or your brand. And um, yeah, so I think it's a powerful medium. And yeah, if you'd want to learn more, and you'd like to work with me, yeah, you can visit my website tactusmedia.com. There's a a contact us form that usually helps me get a better idea of what your goals are. But if you don't want to fill out the form and you just want to reach out to me directly, you can uh, send me an email at brian at tactusmedia.com or uh, any other social platform, reach out to me on the direct message. That's my shameless plug. Is that, did that answer the question, Shellen? <laughs> you
1: did. Now I have to ask, cause you, you did a softball earlier. Is it how, and where did the name of your company come from?
0: Yeah. So uh, so I, I don't know how many of the listeners out there have had to come up with a name for your company. It is very <laughs> challenging. It is very hard because you might think that you had a good you have a good idea for a name, and then you do a little bit more research, and you're like, oh, okay, everyone else had that other good idea for a name. So for me, I knew that I wanted a name that had something to do with kind of strategy and video production, and that it was also catchy and had like a unique feel to it. So it was, um, you know. Tactics is kind of what the base root of it is, which is, you know, kind of what my, when I come in and help a business, I'm helping them with their video tactics, their strategy, if you will. And then, you know, what's something similar to tacti- tactics? Well, tactus, which is like, you know, provide the tactics for us and then a cactus. So the, here, you know, I guess I have my, my card here, but this is the logo is a, a little cactus okay. on there. And if you ever get the chance to work with me, I usually give out a little succulent to uh, my clients. So, um, yeah, something that would stick in people's minds. You know, that was the first slogan. We might change it, but it was uh, media tactics that stick. And, you know, kind of like the prickles on a, on a cactus. So I was trying to get everything kind of in alignment. And then also, yeah. Uh, that that's kind of where the name came about. And it's been sticking around so far. We've been in business for a little over a year, but I've been making videos for over you know the better part of 10 years ever since I you know was in high school. And uh, I always have some kind of passion project that I'm working on to keep me busy.
1: I love it. Perfect. Well, thank you. That was a great story. <laughs> a little long, I, long-winded. <laughs> I know. I've actually, I meant to ask you that for a while. I just love the name. I think it's so great, but I was curious where it came from. So now when you're not doing videos, what do you like to do for fun? What are what are some adventures you, you like or any personal things you might want to share?
0: Yeah, so I'm uh, a little bit in a weird funk right now because my go-to sport is to play soccer. And uh-huh. right now with COVID, the indoor soccer center I was supposed to play at was supposed to open in July. And so then they've pushed that back and... So right now I've transitioned and I've been doing more of the COVID approved sports, which are tennis and golf. I'm terrible at golf. I (laughs) like to think I'm okay at tennis, but I'm still working on that too. But those are kind of the two things that I'm working on. Um, What else am I doing? I spend a lot of time with my fiance. We're looking to get married in uh, next summer. So uh, we spend a lot of time together, watch a lot of movies. And, um, yeah, just always trying to stay busy doing something. This, this month has been a lot of travel. So like I mentioned earlier, we, we spent some time over in Montana and yeah, it's exciting just getting out in the outdoors. you know, nothing beats sitting out by a fire with the, the beautiful galaxies and stars above you.
1: Absolutely. I just got back from the coast in Manzanita. It was the same thing. It was just the evenings, not being near the city lights, just all the stars. So nice. You got to take advantage of uh, August while it's here. And you enjoy the summer.
0: I know. Yeah. I think it's important to recharge. I think for a lot of us, you know, go, 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 especially as an entrepreneur, sometimes recharging is the best thing to change your mindset and um, kind of think Connect, create some different wirings in your mind or think about things differently and you can come up with some good ideas there. Did you uh, come up with any ideas while you were out there, uh, Manzanita?
1: You know, it it was some just time away. I find it really difficult to to break free of just all the same thing, the entrepreneurial. There's always something else to work on, a project, a class, a a call. And there's something about the coast or when you're away from home where, I just am disciplined about turn the phone off and get outside and just enjoy. So it was it was the thought around making sure to bring forward some of the blessings of this time, which has been a lot less hectic schedule and more quality time with my children. and just you know, making sure that what's been good, can move forward into the future and really take those times. So we've, uh, I've, I've determined Sundays or no tech days. We're going to get outside rain or sh- rain or shine. So that was my takeaway.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, technology detox, I think is a kind of a popular one right now, yeah. but I'm with you. I, I was talking with some friends not too long ago and I think a lot of people have said that they've been able to create some more focus during this time and really realizing like, what is important to you? How do you want to spend your time? Um, so yeah, I guess there's sometimes I try to see the silver lining and in, in a lot of things. And so, yeah, it's uh but
1: exactly. yeah. Exactly. Well, Brian, thank you so much for taking some time to spend with me today. It was fun to get to know you better. and I'm sure those who are listening will enjoy that. And I, I am very much encouraging everyone to go check out your your tips and your video and connect with you because you have a lot of amazing free content and certainly encouraged to consider how to you know work with you as part of the team and and sharing their individual vision. So and it when you um, for those of you that are listening, Brian will put his information um, in the co- comment section so it's easy to get in touch with them and. I thank
0: you so much. Yeah, Sean, it's really been an awesome pleasure being on the show. And yeah, I just want to let folks know that, yeah, I have those free resources like you mentioned, but just go out there and uh, start filming on your phone. You know, you, a lot of people think you need to get all this like fancy gear and stuff, but start filming on your phone and uh, start creating like a database of video footage. And yeah, there, there is a little bit of a mental hurdle to get over of seeing yourself, listening to yourself. That can be awkward, but yes. no. Problem. Everyone experiences that, and the more you do it, the more comfortable you get and it's all practice and um, know that things aren't static. You might film a video today, but in a year from now, five years from now, you'll make another video and another one, so it's, it's all uh, a work in progress all the time, so I really appreciate it exactly. Shellen. you you've been a great great host. Thank you for <laughs> <the awesome laughs> questions and uh, yeah, I guess the, the greater thing is please visit Coachmasters too if you get the chance. Yes,
1: absolutely
0: yeah, and be part of a community of, uh, you know, like-minded individuals that are trying to grow and improve themselves.
1: Exactly. And if uh, any of you just comment below, we'll make sure you have the information and an invitation to join us on Mondays. So thanks again, Brian. Take care.
0: Thank you, Shallon. I want to say a big thanks for tuning into the Media Marketing Podcast. Please subscribe to get notifications for new episodes, which are coming out every Thursday morning, or at least we're striving for that. Uh, Feel free to visit our Facebook page where you can like and join the media marketing community. This is a good resource for collaborating, sharing ideas with other media creators, marketers, and those just looking to build their network. So until next time.